Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Hey, hey, everyone. This is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the MLMSuccess.com podcast. I appreciate you being with us this week. I hope you've had a phenomenal week. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, launching a business in Uganda. Uh, <laughs> is going to be the topic. I've got a question from Jewel, and we're going to talk about that here in just a second. Before we get into really that topic, uh, launching a business in general is just its such a foreign concept in today's network marketing environment. And it's so critical. Probably three or four years ago, I, I said in an article, or maybe it might have been on one of these podcasts, but I truly believe it, that as a profession, if the network marketing industry would do nothing other than refining how they teach new people to get their business launched, just that paradigm as a, as a profession, as an industry, we've got to really refine when we sponsor someone who says they want to build a team, they want to build a business. If we could refine the launch process as an industry and what we do and what we advise people to do, uh, it would make an unbelievable positive impact on this profession. But for many reasons, again, that we've talked about on this podcast, the concept of launching a business is not something it's that whole concept's kind of faded away because the majority of people that are joining network marketing organizations have been around, you know, several years, four, five, six, eight, ten, twelve years. And so they're supposed to already know what to do just because they've kind of been hanging out here for a while. And again, I'm not going to get into all the psychology behind all that in, in this session, but, um, it's just something that I really, if there was one thing I could wish for the industry would be number one, that you understand that your long-term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that are developed on your team. And that you develop homegrown leaders through systematic sequential systems. And that's, that's the answers that so many people are looking for. And sometimes the answers are so clear. It's like a, it's like a, a sliding glass door. It's so clear that we see right through it. It's so right in front of us clear what needs to be done and, and the only way that it can be done and the, the time of shortcuts and trying to shortcut everything, uh, those days are over. 
never to return, never to return. And, you know, there's just proven human nature traits that if we learn to work with them, even though it's not comfortable all the time, you know, most skill sets required to do this business are not in most people's comfort zone. So if they're not in their comfort zone, but they're required to stack the odds for success in their favor, then what is the answer? Teach people how to expand their comfort zone because it can be expanded. So again, it kind of goes back to the foundation of personal development, personal growth, personal responsibility on which this profession was started. Okay. I didn't, I, I don't want to go off on tangents today. So let me get into a couple of things that I definitely need to mention to you guys. Three things. Number one, I've gotten more emails, uh, regarding the last couple of weeks podcast. The person staring you back in the mirror, I understand the quality was terrible on that. Uh, again, I apologize. I don't listen to them before we put them out. I don't personally. My web guy let me know, hey, this is getting bad. Something's wrong with your mic. So hopefully we've got that fixed this week for you guys. Uh, and I apologize. But I have something special that I'm going to be announcing here in the next probably 30 days for those of you that – uh, did get through that podcast and understood the message behind it, the thought behind it, the paradigms behind it. Uh, they got through the man in the mirror and then a, a tremendous number of emails regarding last week's forever victim. I don't think so. And again, I appreciate all your input. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Even if you have my email, if you have a question, you can go to Askdale, uh, the Askdale button at mlmhelp.com, record your message. That's the best thing to do. Uh, that's actually what Jewel did in Uganda, and we're going to talk about his question in the remainder of this podcast. So that's the best thing. Second thing is is we also put out for some people requested it. We found it. Uh, and we went on and put out the original training forever a victim. I don't think so. Not just on this podcast, but we also found the video and it's available on YouTube under the MLM success channel on YouTube. If you have comments, leave them on the YouTube channel. We will respond. If you have comments or even questions, you can leave them on the YouTube channel. What I'm saying is replying to us through the Asdale link at momhelp.com or replying, commenting on social media, whether it be YouTube or LinkedIn or Facebook at, you know, Dale Calvert page on Facebook. That's really the best place to comment and or ask questions because we don't miss that. Uh, we try not to miss emails. But we do. We do. I have way too many email accounts, and <laughs> we just do. So I needed to say that. The second thing is I have a couple of people, families, I need you to remember in your thoughts and prayers. Uh, my friend Tony Hansen in the Seattle area is having some major surgery this week. Uh, please remember him and Joni in your thoughts and prayers. Uh, 
I just needed to say that. He's a good man, good heart, great person. And uh, I've had the privilege. He actually, we met through because of this podcast. He was one of the original listeners uh, when we first started. And uh, hopefully he's listening today. And if you are, Tony, just know we're thinking about you and you've been on our thoughts and prayers. The second is um, I got a text earlier this week, and it basically said, Dale, if I had my phone, I would read it to you, but it said, Dale, this is Sandra. Just needed to let you know that um, Angelo had passed away uh, on Saturday. And Angelo Rodriguez is a guy that I worked very closely with years ago. Uh, Then we lost contact, and then probably three Four years ago, we connected again. Um, he's been here in Atlanta and, you know, sat on my couch downstairs. And, you know, we've talked back and forth, kept in, in pretty good contact over the last three or four years. Uh, but he was part of our team years ago. He actually uh, was responsible for helping us translate a lot of our materials back then into Spanish, a real leader a very value-focused, business-minded individual uh, that I am going to miss tremendously. And he he left, I know his dad and, and probably a couple of brothers, but he had eight children, eight children and an awesome wife. And I just hope that you will again remember Angelo Rodriguez that family and your thoughts and prayers during this time. He was going through some major health problems and, uh, you know, he's a young man. He's younger than I am. And, uh, he was going through some health problems and some crisis, but he had unbelievable attitude every time I talked to him and, uh, evidently had a heart attack as he was when he was going through some kidney dialysis. It was, what I've heard. So regardless, please remember that those two families in your thoughts and prayers. And please, when you have a comment question, just put it on a social media account. Facebook, YouTube is great. Uh, you can also, you know, ask Dale button left hand corner at mlmhelp.com. Okay, guys, I want to, uh, a lot of you know that I have a special place in my heart for Uganda. One of my grandsons is from Uganda, uh, Jude, who's unbelievable kid. <laughs> and he's from Uganda. And so when I got this message from Jewel, Jewel had actually sent it probably two or three weeks ago. And the volume was real low. I couldn't hear it. And I asked him to re-ask his question. He did. He said he was anxiously awaiting my response. I was going to respond to him individually, but I thought, hey, I'm just going to put this on the podcast because I know we have other listeners in Uganda and in Africa uh, through uh, all through the listeners podcast every week. And we've communicated with many uh, of our uh, African friends and customers. And I just wanted to feature Jewel in this and then reply to his message and give all of you some things to think about when it comes to launching your business, even if you're not in Uganda. So let's listen to Jewel. Hello, Dale. I 
Mjoa Musime from Alliance Motion Global, Kampala, Uganda. I got all your information regarding the customer acquisition with referral system and it's really, really awesome. My question is, you talked about the 40 letters that you send out to 40 people and then the referrals that you get from those 40 people. Here in Uganda, we don't have individual mailboxes and a few people stay updated with their emails. Also, homes don't really have proper addresses like send a letter and procure to. The referrals given to me by the 40 people are strangers and their addresses are really vague given as yet I've described to you. So do I use social media like WhatsApp to deliver the information about the product to the referrals? Do I instead call them and tell them about the product? Do I ask those 40 people to deliver the procures for me to the 40 people, to the referrals, I mean? Do I call the referrals and we agree on where to meet and deliver the procure? I'm, I'm really confused. I'm gladly waiting for it. Thank you. Hey, hey, Jewel. Thank you. I appreciate the message. Um, Let me just say that we have members in Uganda, our members of the MLM Training Club. We've got, and I believe you are as well, Jewel. We've got members in Uganda that are members of the 90-day run program that we did. Uh, Also, programming your mind for success. So I understand in different cultures uh, around the world, things are different. And... Also, in the United States, people are telling me when it comes to launching your business, well, Dale, nobody will answer their phone anymore and this and 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 all types of things. Now, I'm not going to talk to the U.S. audience uh, at this time because I want to give you, Jewel, the best advice that I can, the best direction that I possibly can. Now, with referrals, I, I want to I distinguish two things. With the referral, from a, a referral comes from an existing customer, someone who's using your product or service, enjoys your product or service, and wants to get a discount on that product or service. And the basic concept is, for every name that you give me that I can share a brochure with, and you might want to say that in your terms, share a brochure with instead of mail a brochure to. For every person that you give me that I can share a brochure with, I'll give you a dollar off per name up to 10 names. So the goal for referrals is for every customer you create, your ultimate goal is to get 10 referrals from them that you can expose to your hero product And after you've done that on your 59-day call, and again, I'm not going to get into all the details of the retail to recruit system because, Jewel, I'm sure you're aware and know of it, and most of the people that listen to this podcast every week are aware. So I'm not going to rehash all that. I'll I'll do the whole training all over again. But on the 59-day call, the goal is – the goal is on the 59-day call that you have two or three people, four or five from their 10 that have started the evaluation process as a customer, maybe even become a customer. And then on the 59-day call, your question is, uh, hey, Jewel, this is Dale Calvert. Uh, according to my records, it's time for you to reorder your product. 
I can't give you a discount this month because what did he do last month? Last month, they gave you 10 names for 10 referrals of people that you could share a brochure with. I can't give you a discount this month, but how would you like to learn how to get your product wholesale? And then you have as leverage if they join as a wholesale customer and or team member, business builder, as leverage, depending on how your company uh, lets you stack and lets you place members. But it, again, if, if they allow that, then you can take the two or three customers that you created from their original referrals and offer them as, as customers for them and their business if they want to join you on your team. And again, um, if you're in the MLM training club, I believe in it's month three or four, uh, we include the, um, Sponsor activating keep audio CD is a bonus that we throw in, I think in month three or four, which really gets into major detail on what I've just shared. Uh, and I also know that sponsor activate and keep, uh, the SAC, SAK, SAC CD is also available, not through our office, but it is available through amazon.com. So my first point, Jewel, is don't don't confuse in your mind the difference between a referral, and that's when you're asking for 10 names from existing customers, and then the list of 40 people that a new team member, somebody that wants to build their business, sends letters to. It's two separate, two separate types of prospects. So when a new team member joins you, the first assignment is I'm working with a guy that has developed more five, six, seven-figure incomers than any network marketing teacher in the market. Do you want to plug into our systems or do you want to do it on your own? And if they say, no, I want to, I want to plug into what you're doing, then the first ball that you throw them the first ball, because this is about playing ball and bringing people down the road, the first ball you throw on is 20 reasons, top three, 50 names to practice with. And again, I, I if, if you guys don't know anything about what I'm saying, if this is the first time you've been on this podcast, I apologize in advance. Uh, but I know that's not the majority. So top 20, top three. 50 names to practice with. From those 50, then we're going to grade those 50 names. And we're going to pull out the 10, the most entrepreneur-minded, business-minded people that we can expose to the business. That's usually with a play one. And then the other 40 names that are left, we're going to expose to the product. Now, we're going to expose them to the product much like we would the referrals in, in a retail to recruit situation and that is by getting a letter and a brochure of your hero product in the mail tool now the situation in uganda and some other countries and people that we've worked with the mail system is not what we have maybe in other parts of the world in the united states and people don't rely on mail as much 
And I understand that and I respect that. So, Joel, you were saying, well, what should I do? Should I call them and let them know about my product? Should I ask the person to hand out the brochure? Uh, should I call them and ask them to meet me so I can tell them about the product and so on and so forth? And it creates confusion. So at the end, you were talking about you were confused. In the beginning, and I'm not on you at all. I'm just really trying to be as clear as possible for you, Jewel. In the beginning, you were talking about this is such an awesome system, and it is. It is. It's the best way to launch a new person and to stack the odds for success in their favor from a emotional, human nature, psychological standpoint. It's not easy. There's, it's, you have to bring the whole process into your comfort zone. But once you've got it and you understand it, you can row. And the best thing, this, this launching a new person, launching a new distributor, uh, process does, it helps you understand who can get through the common emotions of fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of what somebody else thinks. Because anybody can send out the letters, but can they follow up? And again, I'm, I'm talking to the U.S. audience here, so let me get back to you, Jewel, for a second. Here, here's, here's what I would tell you. I think you understand, Jewel, that in building a business, it's never about who you expose. It's not about who you know. It's about who they know. And I think that's a concept I probably cannot communicate loudly enough. It's sincerely not about who you know. It's about who do they know because everybody you know Everybody you know probably knows somebody that is a perfect prospect for your product or service. Or that's right up their alley. It's like, you know, Dale, all my, uh, all my friends are skinny. None of them want to lose weight. Yeah, but they work with people that are getting ready to start on Jenny Craig for the ninth time or join Weight Watchers for the 11th time and so on and so forth. It's not about them. It's about who do they know. That's the deal. If, if, if pick any city anywhere in the world, and, and if you ask people, who's the most entrepreneurial-minded person you know in this city? That's who you want to get to. You're looking for the right person at the right time in their life. And many people have no desire to be an entrepreneur, nor should they. And that's fine. That's fine. They can be, maybe be a product, can, a product user. Be part of your customer base. And if they aren't going to be part of your customer base, maybe at least they can lead you to somebody that would be a great prospect for your business or as a customer. So, Jewel, what do you do in, in a situation in a country where the mail, mail system is not uh, reliable and it's not used by most people. Do you call? Do you ask people to, to hand out the brochures for you? 
what do you do? And here's what I would tell you, and, and I'll be happy to review it, but see, you understand your community, your culture much better than I do. And, and this is the same conversation I've had with other people uh, throughout Africa and other parts of the world. You understand your culture. Okay, now, whatever you do, if it's real simple and easy, then it's probably not going to work. Uh, but some people would rather tell people the simple and easy things to do to hang so they'll hang around a few more months on auto ship than telling them to expand their comfort zone is required. <laughs> okay, so that's just where we're at. So, Jewel, um, if, and again, I'm going off the top of my head with the understanding that I believe with the, with the knowledge that you have as far as understanding the psychology behind the person that you know is probably not the person you're looking for, but this, the fact is they do know somebody that you would make a great customer or team builder. And uh, the importance of getting people a launch process, a lot of things I know you know. So I would say, what do you feel like is the best approach to reach the desired outcome? And it might just have you might have to experiment with it a little bit. But you again, you know your culture, you know your community, and you know from afar, I'm, I'm afar looking on this situation. I understand the, the psychology of human nature. I understand how people are, and I understand there's different mindsets and different cultures and so on and so forth. However, human beings are human beings. Uh, the predictability of the masses is the predictability of the masses. You know, I, over my life, have done uh, um, magic effects some of you know I'm a semi was a semi professional magician, and I've done magic all over the world just as a hobby. Uh, as I've traveled, and human nature is human nature. I don't care what part of the world that you're in, and magic taught me that deeply. So it may be best when you have a customer and. You say, how would you like to receive up to $10 off your next purchase for every person that you share, that you, that you give me that I can share a brochure with? I'll give you a dollar off per name. And then you may, it may be the best move to say for every person that you promise me you'll share a brochure with, I'll give you a dollar off per name up to 10 names. And then you give them the 10 brochures. And you say, after you've handed out 10, let me know and I'll, and I'll rebate you $10. That might even be a better way to go after it. So what, so let's just, if we kind of think through this, and again, we're not communicating back and forth, which would probably help solidify this very quickly. But the, the, the move might be, how would you like to receive up to $10 off your next purchase? 
Okay, so you've got a customer. You did your three-day 14, 29-day follow-up. On the 29-day follow-up, according to my records, it's time for you to reorder your product. How would you like to get up to 10, up to $10 off your next purchase? And what are they going to say? Everybody that's following this system knows exactly what they're going to say. They're going to say, what do I have to do to get my $10 off? And what you might want to do, Jewel, is say, uh, for every name, for every person that you'll hand out one of my brochures to, I'll give you a dollar off for every name, for every person, up to 10 people. So a dollar off for every 10. Would you, would you hand out my brochure to 10 people? If you, if you hand it out to 10 people, then you will be able to get $10 off. And they say, okay, well, that sounds good. So then what I would do is I would hand them 10 brochures. I would probably go ahead and sell them the second month purchase because we're, it's time. It's time for them to reorder. So I would sell them the second month purchase. And then I would say, here's the 10, here's the 10 brochures. Every time you hand one out, I need you to get their phone number, their name and their phone number of the 10 friends that you hand it to. So, so you hand it out to Miss Jones. I need write down on a sheet of paper, Miss Jones and her phone number and maybe the date that you handed it to them. And when you bring me back this sheet with the 10 people, then I'm going to rebate you $10 on this second purchase. As I think through this a little bit, that might be the ticket for you because you're not giving, you're get, you're making sure they're fulfilling their part. You're not giving them an immediate $10, but you're rebating them $10 if they agree to hand out 10 brochures, write the person's name down and write their phone number down. And then all you need to do is once they come back and they hand you the sheet, you give them their $10 rebate, you're going to be calling them on the 59-day call anyway, but now you've got 10 fresh leads. Hey, Jewel, this is Dale Calvert. My aunt uh, gave you a brochure on her product. Did you have an opportunity to read through that? Yeah, I did. Awesome. What questions do you have before we get you started on it? Well, I don't think I'm a really good prospect for it because I did this and did that and I tried this other thing and it didn't work and I just don't have the money and blah, blah, blah. Hey, no problem. No problem. If you were going to use this product, who'd be the first person you talk to about it and get another referral? Get another referral. If they're not a prospect, they're not a prospect. No problem. Next. But you don't want to dilly-dally around. That's why I like when on the follow-up, what questions do I need to answer for you before we get you started on the product? Because if they've read through the brochure and the brochure is effective and they're, 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 they're a, a good prospect for ordering the product, they've used that type of product in the past, then they're probably curious and want to try your product as well. So that may be the answer for you, Jewel, better than just calling people Blind, I like to make sure they have literature in their hands and they know a little bit about why I'm calling. I just don't like to call people just and try to create a conversation and a customer uh, code like that. So that may be the answer. But based upon what I've shared with you, maybe you'll be able to come up with some something that will work well in this system. If you If you put something together and you put it in writing, you want me to review that. 
I'll be happy to do that for you. Just let me know. Uh, and again, I know this applies to a lot of people in different countries around the world. So I hope you guys found this valuable. Here's the, here's the whole concept behind all this. This is it. You cannot give people the go sick them training program. You cannot sign them up and say, go sick them. Go get them. Like most of you that are listening to this podcast, that's what was done. Or even worse, tell them to go out and spam their social media account every week. That's even worse. Uh, if, if you look at any of the surveys that are being done, uh, regarding network marketing and the reason that it is despised by so many people is they, they are tired of people and multiple companies every day spamming their social media accounts and promoting, uh, it's burnt out the market. It's gotten so bad. And again, I don't, I'm not going to even go down that road because it doesn't matter. And if you're listening to this, then that's probably hopefully the last thing that you would do. So, Jewel, I hope this helped you. For everybody else, I hope it's given you some insights because the bottom line is people uh, do business with those they know, like, and trust. Uh, unfortunately, that's true because some people make business decisions on getting involved with businesses not based upon the merit of the product or service or the opportunity, but based upon the person that's sharing the business with them. And we're all guilty of that at some level, at some degree, instead of setting back, disassociating all the emotions around it and looking at the facts. Look at, look at the trend. Look at where everything's headed. Look at the market and make a business decision based upon facts, not emotions. And again, that's a whole nother topic that we have talked about in the past. Jewel, I appreciate your, I appreciate you taking the time to leave your message. Uh, I'm kind of excited. I think the best approach for you, um, again, with my limited understanding is how would you like to receive up to $10 off? For every person that you can give a brochure to, I'll give you a dollar off per name up to 10. Here's what I need you to do. Fill out the, here's, here's your 10 brochures. Every time you hand one out, put down their name, uh, their phone number, get their cell phone f- from them, their phone number, and then the date that you gave it to them. And if you can complete this within the next week, then when you come, when you let me know, Give me a call and I'll give you a $10 rebate in exchange for that sheet of paper. That might be your ticket, buddy. Okay, guys, I hope this helped. Please remember uh, Angelo Rodriguez's family in your thoughts and prayers. Remember my friend Tony Hansen as well. Uh, if you have not checked out the you, the YouTube video of Forever a Victim, I don't think so. I think it'll even, for those of you that did listen to that training last week that was on the podcast, I think seeing the video even gives it a, uh, a deeper perspective and understanding. Uh, we'll put the link in the description here, uh, directly to the YouTube video so you can check that out. And if you have any comments, questions regarding that, uh, the YouTube video is probably the best uh, place to leave those regarding that particular training. Uh, keep listening here in a, in a month or so. I'm going to do a special, uh, I'm, I'm going to offer something special for you guys. 
uh, hopefully free of charge. If I can make that make sense for those of you that listen to the original person in the mirror podcast. Uh, if, if you listen to that and you would like, well, I'm not even going to go that route, but if you listen to that, I'd appreciate any comments there as well. I got a lot of comments. Most were positive. Some were extremely hateful, uh, which was expected, but, and it was controversial, but if I didn't know me and I heard that, I, and depending upon the glasses I was looking through, uh, I could have taken it wrong myself because as human beings, we don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. We see things as we are. So you guys have a great week. I'll talk to you again next week on another session of the MLMSuccess.com podcast. Thank you, guys. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.